This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now. It is the last Thursday night game of the season with the Broncos hosting the Roosters and we'll have the live call. The NRL brings in the Captain's Challenge. Paul Gallon is here. We'll get his take. Corey Norman opens up and Mike Tyson makes headlines at the US Open Tennis. Welcome to the Rush Yes, Hour. nothing for happening on court. Hello, gal. Hey, Dan. Geez, you're looking confident. You've got your muscle shirt on there, your tight white it's shirt. The same, it's the same brand as the shirt you're wearing, I just Yeah, noticed. but mine's not hu- figure hugging. Well, well can, it is, but not intentionally. <laughs> yeah, no, mate, feeling good. Going okay. Can't big, complain. Big game moment. on Saturday. Yeah, really big game. Be good going down there to play for the minor premiership. And, you know, as, as we've said before, a month ago, we weren't too concerned about it, uh, but now it comes down to a not a must-win game, but a game we really want to win, so we guarantee ourselves a, a semi in Sydney. Because you fully expect the Raiders to win, don't you? Oh, I do, yeah. I fully expect them to win, I think. I mean, if they're the side that they think they are and they, that they want to be, I think they have to beat the Tigers, and mm. I think they will. Okay. Uh, news. Now, we're calling Brisbane Roosters up in Brisbane. Maroon will have you called there. Some news uh, ahead of that game. Sean Kenny Dow is apparently out. So Joseph Manu will be in. Boyd Cordner flew up but will not play. Uh, we'll have the official team shortly, but obviously a bit of a blow there for the Roosters. Do you Now, the Roosters have really kicked in the last month. Do you think they will provide a, a big challenge? I think they'll provide a challenge for a little while, but I think that um, you know, the Bronx will be too good, and so they should be. I mean, the Roosters, they wanted to finish off the year well, but with them, a couple of players you mentioned now, there's some pretty big you know, corner and... And the other fella are pretty big outs for them. And I think they'll put up a good fight for, you know, a half, 50 minutes. But I think at the back end when there's not much to play for. It must for. be, and you would have experienced both ends of the spectrum. Round 26, yeah. nothing to play for. <laughs> Going you, to Brisbane. You know you got Mad Monday in two days. Yeah. You know you've got a holiday coming up. Well, not Mad Monday in two it, days. They, they're in Brisbane. So they'll have a good night Mad out Friday. Thursday, Thursday yeah. Friday, Saturday. Probably a couple of them probably won't get on the plane back home. But, yeah, they'll come that last 20 minutes. If there's a – you're down by a couple of tries, it, it, it is and hard to away. find the motivation to keep to keep going. All right. The captain's challenge is in. You are one of 16 captains in the NRL. Uh, so – well, it's not Rockers as co-captains. But, anyway, you're captain of one of 16 clubs. We will get your take on the captain's challenge – which is going to be trialled uh, this week. And Corey Norman opens up. We'll play that for you shortly as well. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. We do it for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Be part of history. Get your tickets. NRL.com slash tickets. It's on Sunday, October 2. Michael's. Gal here with uh, Dan. You didn't get the, you didn't drive the bike in again, did you? No, I didn't. I was going to. Yeah, but finals I, time. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Come on, finals That wasn't no the reason. It. I actually thought it was going to be a little bit too cold, so I pulled the pin on the bike and drove. Uh, it, this came through at about 3 o'clock this afternoon. A captain's challenge trial. And I'll just read from the NRL statements. A captain's challenge will be trialed in the NRL for the first time this weekend. The initiative will be used in Saturday's match between... St. George Illawarra and Newcastle at Jubilee, and they use it in the, in, uh, in the under-20s finals. Under the trial rules, each captain will be allowed to challenge the referee's decision in related to tries only. So knock on on the halfway line? No, can't challenge that. The referee will be required to make a decision on the field, and it will only be reviewed by the bunker if a challenge is made. So that translates to no video referee interjection yeah, unless, unless the captain steps in. Mm. Uh, an additional challenge, uh, each team will be allowed one incorrect challenge per half. So if you butcher it after five minutes, you haven't got it until the second half second begins. Half, yep. 
Um, but there'll be no limit on how many times a captain can be correct. Yeah, you can keep going. I hope they don't get too, that many tries. An additional challenge will be allowed in the final five minutes of the game and in Golden Point. Uh, so looking at the pluses here or the attempted pluses is less video referee interaction. Mm. Uh, so that will hopefully shorten the game. You're, you're a captain. This is, this directly yeah. affects you. Yeah. doesn't affect you this week because it's only trialed for a game that won't count for the finals. What's your impression? Yeah, when I first heard about it, um, I wasn't for it. And then when I've just heard the rules, um, yeah, look, I'm still not for it, to be honest. I think um, so. there's too much going on the field for a captain, for a player. There's that many tries scored over in the corner. Look, me, me being a middle player might be different to a halfback, but I run over to half-hour tries at the winger score in the corner and ask him, did you get it? I don't know. So, I mean... Yeah, you'd be going off a winger who's just may, may have scored a try or may have dropped the ball and wants it to be a try to for you to go to do a challenge. I, I personally think it should be a coach's challenge because mm. the coaches are up in the box. They're watching everything. They have screens. They've got, they got uh, computers in front of them. They instantly can re, they can replay. They have a computer guy in the box, and they can replay something in, an, in a second. So there's, 20, there's a 20-second time limit on this, and I think if a coach sees it, he's got enough time to tell his video man, replay that right now. He'll be able to see it, and he'll be able to, no, well, I think they're doing the NFL. They light it, don't they? Light the light up. See the light. I, I think that's a whole lot better. It was just I, I don't like the captains one. Okay, you know, I can see some flaws here as well. Captains will have twenty seconds following a try no try decision to challenge a decision. No replays either at normal speed or in slow motion will be shown on a big screen at the ground until the time allowed uh, for the captain challenge has elapsed. And you're but, saying that, Dan? We bought in the bunker to try to get more decisions right. Now, if the captain in the first five minutes gets a wrong decision, mm. then all of a sudden there's two or three tries scored against his side the rest of that half, which there could be an obstruction involved, there could be a knock on the referee didn't know about. What? What's? I don't see the problem with the bunker going to the bunker and making sure it was a try or making sure it wasn't a try. There's no flawless system, we know that. But I think this one opens up more flaws. But this puts the onus on the team. And, and by the way, you can call it a captain's challenge. But don't tell me a coach wouldn't send down a message yeah, within a sign, 10 seconds yeah, to say, right, challenge this, don't challenge this. Because as you said, they have access to the replays and they'll have, they'll, you know, if this was to become a full-time thing, they'd have a professional person in the box yeah, they looking would. at a replay going, well, okay, yeah, we can challenge, we then, can but beat then, this. But then you've got your captain standing on the 10-meter line looking at the bench for a signal. Oh, look, I, I don't mean to be pessimistic. I just don't like it. I, I don't. I, I think the bunkers there, they spent millions on this bunker to get it in. Let's get as many decisions right as we possibly can. It takes it takes the pressure off the referees. Do the referees run enormous pressure as it is? They've got so much going on. Now, now all of a sudden, will they have to make a decision rather than going to the video ref? I think they should take away the, the try or no try. And if they've got no idea, which they don't half the time, just say, look, I don't know. Can you check it? Okay. What about this compromise on the run? <laughs> Honestly, referee makes a decision. Yep. Captain's challenge. But in the instance where he doesn't have a clue, he actually says, you know what? I, I don't know. Let's go to the bunker, because this, this this captain's challenge, this this new system, which is it's a tri- it's it's a trial, it's a game that doesn't matter, in all honesty. So, bravo for at least giving it a crack. Mm. If it doesn't work, we, we forget it ever happened. It is all about trying to reduce the time spent wasted with the bunker. Yeah, and I can I can understand that, and I do because sometimes people get frustrated. But I think the bunker has in. I mean, there was a, there was an ad the other day or, or a story the other day. I think was it ten hours of extra play we've had this year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a fair bit of extra play. I think the NRL should be pretty happy with that. But that's to do more with um, the shot clock. the shot clock and stuff like that. Yeah, that, the, that's the, right. The, but... This year, video referee decisions have gone from seventy-seven seconds on average to sixty-five. Yeah, well, so there's an improvement there. 
Yeah, but it's not, look, we're never going to get perfect. That's right. That's what I'm saying. We're never going to get perfect. But I think the system at the moment is pretty good. I've got to be honest. I think it's pretty good. We're not going to get a flawless system. We know that. There's plenty of errors still. But but I think it's pretty good at the referees moment. Referees will make stuff-ups and video referees will make stuff-ups. Mm. But this attempt at this system is to put the onus on the team. So in your the, the instance you said, if you, if you burn it in the first five minutes and then the ref gets two or three wrong, that's on the captain. That's on the team because they burn their challenge – it's yeah, like but, we see it yeah, with but DRS. Then, but, okay, I agree with that. I can understand that argument. But then do you really want to see two or three wrong decisions after that? Do you really want to see that? Does it, no, what, imagine the papers on Monday morning. I'd love to have a poll. Yeah, I'd love to have a poll. Honestly, would, I think if you ask fans, would you be okay with more pointing to the spot? But you're going to get some more wrong. But are you okay with that? I bet you the fans would say, you know what? Let's go with it. You know what? They probably would at this stage, but give it 12 months' time. <laughs> give it 12 months' time when their you teams miss the eight by a game or two because the referees come up with a couple of wrong decisions by pointing to the spot. There's never, well, there's never a perfect system no, there. We've right. discussed that. And as I said, I think the game at the moment is in pretty good shape. We can always improve it. We've improved the time of play. We've improved the video ref decisions. That they're, they're faster. You know, I think it's in a good spot. I, 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 it's just my opinion. I, I don't like it. Okay. And you're a captain. I mean, this is – the rest of us are just fans watching on. Yep. Yeah, I know. And, and as I said, it's going to turn into a coach's challenge because the, because the captain, the one individual player, doesn't see everything on the field. Like, he can't see everything. There's players in the way. There's, and there's 75 metres wide, the field. Yeah. He might be on one side. The trial might be scored on the other. You know, so it's going to turn into looking to the bench to, to get the hand-up signal to check it. Okay. All right. Uh, you can call us. and No, we won't take calls because we've got so much to get through. We will delve into this with Legends on Saturday with Rabs and Richard. Uh, but this is the uh, rush hour here, and we do it for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Whenever we do footy, it's, of course, for Totally Workwear. Broncos Roosters coming up live tonight. Uh, now, uh, by the way, 7 o'clock, the boys will kick in from Suncorp Stadium with Brisbane playing Sydney Roosters. Maroon will be calling that one with Wendell Saylor, Scotty Sattler, Ben Dobbin. So they're on here from 7 o'clock. Triple M's footy tipping for steel blue work boots. 100% comfort guaranteed. Okay, Gal, I think you've got a good record with this. Uh, let's go through these. I've lost my sheet here with the games in it, so I'll try and remember them off the I've, top I've got some here. Okay, Brisbane Roosters. Brisbane the Roosters, uh, the Broncos. Bulldogs South. I'm going to go the Dogs, but I think South will put up a, a good show, but I'm going to go the Dogs. Okay. Uh, Dragons Knights. Dragons. Cowboys Titans. Cowboys. I think the Titans will try. I, I, I can't see them beating Cowboys. Cowboys haven't lost with at home with Thurston in their team for over a year. Yeah, I, I can't see them losing it either. Uh, now Storm Oh, Matt Scott's out. Remember Matt Scott's yes, out? Yes, he is. And, broken and finger. The, and the uh, Gold Coast forwards are playing okay, but I still can't see them uh, beating them. Do you think your mate Jared is fit? Is oh, rugby league fit oh, at the moment? He, he's as fit as he can be. There's no doubt about that. But he's probably, he probably wouldn't be where he is. Look, he's only played two games. I think he missed the last couple, just, Did you think it was a bit of a surprise that they put him into an 80-minute fullback role so quickly? Um, no, I think they're, they're, they're at that stage where they need to. They, okay. they had to. They want to try and make the eight. Uh, you'll be tipping the Sharks. Sturlo on the uh, Rush Hour podcast has tipped the Sharks as well with a bit of confidence to beat the Storm. Tigers, Raiders. Raiders. Warriors, Eels. Uh, oh... It's not a bad one, that one, is it? I mean, that's the match of the day, isn't it? Keep selling it, gal. No, Keeps I'm being it. serious. We have to call this I'm, game. I'm, I'm, Keep I'm gonna selling go, it. I'm going to go. I'm being serious because I don't know. It could be really entertaining. I'm going to go um, the Eels. And Penrith, Manly, Sunday night live here on Triple M. Penrith. Okay, so that is the tips for Steel Blue Worth, but it's 100%. How come they're not trying the captain's team. challenge in the Warriors game? Now, this is a very good question. Uh, to get the challenge happening, it needed both uh, clubs to agree. 
So I'm guessing the one of the Warriors and all the Eels said no. Fair enough. Uh, maybe, well, who knows? Who knows? It does make sense. You want to try it in as many games mm. as possible to increase the sample size. Sports update coming up after this, including what Mike Tyson did at the US Open Tennis, uh, which has got him into some trouble. This is the Rush Hour here on Triple M. Ah, Triple M. It is the Rush Hour on a Thursday night. Last Thursday night game of the year. Have you found Thursday night? Have you played many Thursdays? I've played one Thursday, one Friday night game all year. So I couldn't tell you what they're like. <laughs> I've, I've enjoyed coming in and calling them, though. I think they're, a, look, at, from a player's point of view, they're a whole lot better than a Monday game. I'm glad the Mondays are over. I know they rate well on TV, but they're terrible to play. All right, let's do this. Magic Glass, your premier glass replacement specialists. Magicglass.com.au. Sports update. Was our biggest time slot game on Triple M? <laughs> I'm just telling you, you I'm, just, family, I'm just giving mate. you a player's you're point worse of view, than mate. Talus, mate. I'm just giving you a player's you're point all of view. About your number one employer, and your number two too and honest, three mate. Too honest. can get stuff. <laughs> uh, League news for Brighton's lawyers protecting your future. This is where we tell you where Robbie Farrell is playing next year. But whatever, the, the deal hasn't been done. Um, apparently, Wests Tigers and whoever, either South or Cronulla, haven't come to an agreement on how much the Tigers pay and how much falls on the new club. Wow. So, I spoke to Robbie a couple of weeks ago, actually. He's really torn about what to do. And um, I suppose it's a big decision coming up for him. And then, obviously, the, the clubs have to sort that out. You don't want to hear any more drama about this, though, surely. Well, they've got a game on Sunday. You want to give the bloke a lap of honour. Is he playing Sunday? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is it's the, the last game at Leichhardt. You want the bloke to have a farewell, wouldn't you? Yeah, but sure, if, the, yeah. if this thing hasn't been sorted, how can you do that? Because there's a skerrick of a chance he could play next year. <laughs> what a mess. Wow. Uh, now, also in league, uh, Ricky Stewart will now not rest his players, apparently, regardless of Canberra's scenario going into their Sunday clash with the West's Tigers at Leichhardt. That's what the players were saying today at their press conference. And absolutely fantastic news from Matt Orford. He's out of hospital and expected to make a full recovery after suffering a stroke a couple of weeks ago. That is thanks to Brighton's lawyers. In rugby, our own Greg Martin launched a scathing attack on the Queensland Reds after they announced the signing of discarded Broncos winger Lachlan Maranta. I tell you what, I may as well say it publicly, whoever's signing at the Reds until 10 o'clock this morning has done a dreadful job, whoever's signing talent. Last week they signed Lockie Maranta. Worst signing I've ever seen in my life. If Wayne Bennett's prepared to get rid of his godson and his former PA's son... And Brett Plowman's son in Lockie Maranta, if he's prepared to get rid of him, that would indicate that he's a crap player. That is uh-huh. the worst signing I've ever seen. It's the last thing the Reds need because there's something that the Red Queensland rugby has got everywhere through youth rugby, through schools rugby, is exciting uh-huh. young wingers. And we okay. pick up a dud who the Broncos want to get rid of because he's got a knee injury. Oof. Wow. Do you reckon there's history there or what's doing? Oof. Wow. I don't know. I'll tell you who wouldn't want to piss off is Brett Plowman. Yeah, he's a big man, he's isn't he? Big, can... Must be his ball boy. Brett Plowman's? He was the winger, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, you used to be his ball boy. He played for Parramatta. He went down to play for Parramatta. Is that right? I don't yeah. remember that. He I remember his, uh, he was part of the original Broncos. Sure, I'm sure he was down the Parramatta. Oh, you might, might be yeah, 100% yeah, I'm, right. I'm pretty sure. Maranta is still... Who was the nicest player you dealt with as a ball boy? Oh, I can't remember. It was that long ago. <laughs> I'm too old. It was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> who was the nastiest player you ever dealt with? Uh, actually, I'll tell you, it was really, really nice. Stacey Jones. I remember one day they smashed Parallel scored, and he had to kick goals all day, and they didn't bring their ball boys over, so I had to run the tee out to him and uh, all the sand back then, and it, yeah, he was really nice. <laughs> now, did you do anything with the sand for the visiting players? No, nah, not at all. Nah, nah. Well, 
mate. I'm a nice boy, mate. What sort of hometown boy are you? <laughs> uh, and the Socceroos play Iraq tonight in Perth in World Cup qualifying. Now, this is the first match of the final round, so all previous results are now irrelevant. The Socceroos' task is this. Finish in the top two out of their six-team group, or at worst, finish no worse than third, which is what they're expected to do, is to finish in the top two. That is a sports update for Magic Glass. We'll hear from Corey Norman shortly, and we'll chat to Gal about what's going on at his club. More after this. Denise, 104.9 Triple M. We can break a news story here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I asked Gal, are you going to Guns N' Roses? He said, when are they on? I said, I think March next year. And you you said, yes, I'll have nothing on. Gal <laughs> is retiring. It's official. Lock it uh, in. There we on, go. Mate. We snuck it out of you. <laughs> Didn't I read headlines this week? Oh, Gal might consider giving it up. Yeah, and, and – uh... I'm not sure why the reporter said that because I actually spoke to him and I said that would be very, very far-fetched and um, it was still reported. But uh, look, I'll say this. If I'm playing, I'm... Hang on, didn't you not say it'd be a stretch? It'd be a stretch, yeah. Far-fetched, stretch, same thing, isn't it? They rhyme. (sighs) Gal... Open to the idea of retiring. I'm just trying to think of the headline. Nah, can... nah. Look, it hasn't. Look, I'm I'm all in or I'm all out. As everything I do, if I, if I sign with the club, why haven't you signed yet? Oh, look, it's just it's look, it's close. It's it's, it's positive. There's no issue. Um, you know, it just just sort of hasn't happened. My manager's trying to sign. Have they not put the piece of paper out, or have you got the piece? Uh, no, of paper? no, no, no. The piece. Yeah, no, we haven't got a piece of paper in front of us. But there's emails, and right. my manager does all that. So look, I, I think it's pretty close. It's all positive. It just hasn't been done yet. Okay, fair enough. Uh. I want to bring this up. James Hooper, our colleague uh, here at Triple M, uh, has his show on Fox uh, at 5.30, NRL tonight, and he spoke to Corey Norman. We believe this is Corey's first interview since he re-signed with Parramatta and was suspended for eight weeks. So, Corey, eight weeks on the sidelines. What's it been like? You know, it's been tough. I don't think I've missed eight weeks of football since, you know, I was under six. So, especially, you know, training all week, knowing that you can play and then, you know, going to the game and, um, you know, just sitting on the sidelines, you know, watching the boys and kind of knowing that you, you let them down and you, know, you can't be out there to help them, I guess. Obviously, I'm not proud of, you know, what's happened. Yeah, I've learned a situation like that happens, you know, remove yourself from that situation. But also, you don't you don't realise how much it affects everyone, family, friends, you know, they've got to read the papers and, and have people come up to them and, and ask them questions or say nasty things about, you know, me, which is, you know, probably... Fair enough, but they've got to put up with that and, and, you know, they don't really need that. Sounds as though you've been living with a fair bit of regret then. Yeah, I, mate, I have. I love football and missing eight weeks is, you know, very tough and I regret, you know, everything and this little hiccup in, you know, my football career, you know, even in general life. I'm working on, you know, outside of football to, you know, make better decisions and, you know, I'm going to see people and, and, and you know, I'm really trying to, you know, move forward and, and make better choices. Okay, saying the right things. I don't know, Corey, so I don't know if he's being genuine or not there, but there we go, he's saying all the uh, right things. Mm. Um, one thing that uh, he he was in trouble for was consorting with criminals, known criminals, and yesterday the NRL put out a warning to Andrew Fafita. <laughs> yeah, that, that was an absolute shock to me. I, I was in the ice bath uh, after training, and I was sitting there and popped up on my phone, and the big boy come walking in, and I, I asked him what's going on, and he he mumbled and bumbled around for a minute. I didn't get too much out of him, to be honest. And then our, our welfare guy come in and, and had a chat to him. And, you know, I stayed in the spa and, and didn't get anything else out of him. And we didn't train today. So, uh, look, I'm, I'm not too sure about it, exactly what's going on. Or, you know, well, I know Andrew reasonably well. And, um, you know, I, I think he's Do a we know fella. anything about the suspected, the alleged criminal? I mean, is it a mate from years ago? Oh, look, it, it? I'd say it would be. I'd say, it, I mean, Andrew grew up out in Western Sydney, um, 
you know, past our past Blacktown, I think Dune side area, Mount Druid area. So, um, I'd say it'd be if somebody's grown up with somebody's mm. grown up with may have got got himself in trouble and he's, you know, still. Well, it's hard, Dan. I mean, if, you, if, yeah. if it's a childhood friend, if he's known him since he's been. 10, 11, 12 years old, growing up with him, knocked around with him through his teenage years, and all of a sudden this bloke's got himself in trouble and, you know, Andrew still, is still his mate. Um, I, I think that's quite hard. You know, I, I can understand the image of the game. I can understand, look, just just be careful about what you're doing with these people. What You know, you don't want to get involved in anything they're getting involved in, but if it is a childhood friend, to cut ties, you know, it's pretty tough. Well, rugby league is a working-class game where people oh, come from all walks of life. Mm. And, you know, like boxing, mm. you know, some people have come from the reason they have made it to, to the top level is mm. because they have come from a tough school. Yeah, well, that's well, that's big, big, vast majority of rugby league, I believe, compared to, you know, other sports. I, I think a lot of my, my, our biggest nursery areas are Western Sydney. Um, you know, the massive amount of, I suppose, broken homes and, and kids doing it tough and growing up. And Fafita is definitely one of them. And uh, as I said, if it, it, if it is a friend of his that he's grown up with, I, I think it's a bit tough. But, you know, in saying that, just, well, just go hang a, out at home. Just go hang out at his house. You don't have to, I suppose, hang out at a, uh, at a cafe. Or well, this public. is the, – all the NRL did was put out a statement saying, look, look, it just reminds people, just be careful. They didn't really go that hard. It was a police recommendation to Andrew. Stop consorting. Uh, can, can we go a month without Andrew Fafita getting in the headlines? I know he'd like to because look, <laughs> let, let me tell you he's he, he's not he's not the type of bloke who chases it. I'll tell you that because it does it does affect him. He's a real family man, and so will this affect him? Um, I think it would, it would have frustrated him yesterday because he would have had all the boys, you know, myself and others, asking him what's going on. I think he'll get over it pretty quickly because it doesn't seem to be a big issue. No one's carrying on with it, but um, it, it, things do affect him like that. He is, a, as I said, a real family man. He loves his family. He doesn't want people coming and asking them questions, and he, he does he doesn't like the headlines that much. All right, this is the Rush Hour on Triple M. We'll have more after this. Sports update. The team's in shortly for uh, Broncos on the Roosters. We do expect Sean Kenny Dow to be out. Uh, we should have those teams on the other side of the next song. But who needs Steve Smith? The Aussies closed out the one-day series in Sri Lanka on the back of three big performances. John Hastings, the medium quick from Victoria. He's from Victoria, isn't he, John Hastings? He took six for 45. Just the ninth time an Australian has taken six wickets in a one-day then Aaron Finch, and I watched this, Gal. It was incredible. He brought up 50 in 18 balls. Wow. And I reckon there were four dots in them. Good four, effort. maybe five dots. He was. Yeah. Uh, he equaled Simon O'Donnell's Australian record for the quickest one-day half-century. Simon O'Donnell? Yeah, back in 1990. Well, that's that's surprising. He was a bowler, wasn't he? Yeah, but he could hit him. Could he? Yeah. He was an all-rounder. He was really Sorry. the first... All round, he and Steve Wall were the first all-rounders okay. of the Australian one-day cricket team when they rose to the World Cup final. Um, George Bailey, he made an unbeaten 90 to steer the Aussies home. Uh, and at the US Open, Nick Kyrgios almost got through an entire match without creating a controversy <laughs> as he eased into the third round. He, he finished. He won. Then he refused to shake the umpire's hand. Sam Stoser is also through. But the, and we teased this for a while. The biggest headline of the day belonged to Mike Tyson. Why? Because he went to Flushing Meadows... Went to a food outlet, pulled an ice cream out of the freezer, and just walked off. <laughs> and you know what? The vendors didn't bother calling him back and asking him to pay. He blamed his minders, who he said they should have paid for me. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> Look, let's be honest. Imagine the poor. It would have been a young kid. Would probably a teenager at the vending machine. Oh, what are you going to do? I'm what honestly. You, what are you going to say? Seriously. I saw an old, when I worked at Franklin's, I saw an old man pinch a uh, box of Ferrero Rocher's, and they were expensive. 
So I chased Hang on, him. Like he actually put it down his pants on purpose. Something he, like that. He had like a satchel or something. Yeah. And I saw it, and I've chased him down the stairs at Hurstville train station. And then I've caught up with him, and I thought, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, I actually can't do anything here. Did you tell him to go pay for it, or no? Just let oh, it go. I said something. I like, mate, I know what you did. He goes, no, I did nothing. I did nothing. I thought, put, okay. the, put the guilt trip on him. That's good. Well, yeah, That's good enough. Okay, he's still got his Pereira shares. We're going to take a song. We'll come back. That was a sports update for Magic Glass. We'll wrap it up after this, including TV news. This is the Rush Hour, getting you ready for Broncos Roosters, live here on Triple M. It's the rush hour. Whenever we do uh, NRL on the show, it is brought to you by Totally Workwear. Find your local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. And it is the rush hour, which is for the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Uh, be part of history, ANZ Stadium, Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets. If you were to make it, Gal, how many tickets would they give you? Uh, we get four each. That's the CBA agreement. Each player gets four free tickets, and you've got to buy them after that. So... I'll get four freebies and... <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Okay. Honest, quick, honest. You're going to need more than four, right? Yeah, I probably won't need too many more. I need my, my family and my mum and dad. That's about it. It's about $400 for the primo uh, seats. Yep. Now, are you going to pay the 400 or are you going to be cheap and stick them up on level six? Nah, I'd, I'd, I'd pay for mum and dad. Pay for mum and dad for sure. For, the, for the, the the origin this year, game three. Mm-hmm. Um, th- thankfully, the New South Wales Rugby League helped me out, but I, I would have got a, a fair bit then. But they they looked up. You don't even get mates rights. No, that, people think we get free tickets. <laughs> people get thinking about free tickets and free jerseys. So whenever we go into a rep team, someone's like, oh, "You get me a jersey." I'm like, "Yeah, well, you can't say no, particularly when it's for a, so a charity." Or I'm something, a member but, of ANZ Stadium. Yep. Right. I get the same amount of tickets as you, and I don't have to put my body on the yep. line. We, get, we, get, we had four free tickets, and we've got to pay for them all after that. Uh, okay. Uh, Brisbane one to seventeen. Roosters team is not in yet, so uh, we can't give you their team. Although we expect uh, Sean Kenny Dow to be out and Joseph Manu to be in. Nat Butcher makes his debut. I think it's the eleventh Rooster to make his debut this year. Mm. So it's been a wretched year. Twenty-two all in Holden Cup. Twenty-two all, and that is a uh, a final score. I'll say this about the Roosters for all your fans out there. I think next year will be a good year for you. Mm. I, yeah. know, I think, yeah. Yeah, all right. We've got to go. No worries, Dan. Thanks for having me. you on Saturday. The Thank big game. Much. We're going to speak to you again before that game on Dead Set Legends. Uh, but on the other side of this break, Maroon will take over from the box at Suncorp Stadium ahead of Triple M's live call, Broncos Roosters, coming up next. This Triple M Rush Hour podcast brought to you by the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final. Take your seat in history at ANZ Stadium, Sydney on Sunday, October 2. Head to nrl.com slash tickets now.